You're listening to Through the Bible by Faith Community Church. Join us for 365 consecutive days as we read God's Word together. This podcast uses the World English Bible, American Edition, a translation that is open source and in the public domain. To learn more about our ministry, please visit faithcommunityma.com. October 23rd, Mark chapters 13 through 16. As he went out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Teacher, see what kind of stones and what kind of buildings. Jesus said to him, Do you see these great buildings? There will not be left here one stone on another, which will not be thrown down. As he sat on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will these things be? What is the sign that these things are about to be fulfilled? Jesus, answering, began to tell them, Be careful that no one leads you astray, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and will lead many astray. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, don't be troubled, for those must happen, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines and troubles. These things are the beginning of the birth pains. But watch for yourselves, for they will deliver you up to councils. You will be beaten in synagogues. You will stand before rulers and kings for my sake, for a testimony to them. The good news must first be preached to all the nations. When they lead you away and deliver you up, don't be anxious beforehand or premeditate what you will say, but say whatever will be given you in that hour, for it is not you who speak, but the Holy Spirit. Brother will deliver up brother to death, and the father his child. Children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. You will be hated by all men for my name's sake, but he who endures to the end will be saved. But when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing where it ought not, let the reader understand, then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let him who is on the housetop not go down nor enter in to take anything out of his house. Let him who is in the field not return back to take his cloak. But woe to those who are with child and to those who nurse babies in those days. Pray that your flight won't be in the winter." For in those days there will be oppression, such as there has not been the like from the beginning of creation, which God created until now and never will be. Unless the Lord had shortened the days, no flesh would have been saved. But for the sake of the chosen ones whom he picked out, he shortened the days. Then if anyone tells you, look, here is the Christ, or look there, don't believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will arise and will show signs and wonders that they may lead astray if possible, even the chosen ones. But you watch. Behold, I have told you all things beforehand. But in those days, after that oppression, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, the stars will be falling from the sky, and the powers that are in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out his angels, and will gather together his chosen ones from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of the sky." Now from the fig tree learn this parable. When the branch has now become tender and produces its leaves, you know that the summer is near. Even so, you also. When you see these things coming to pass, know that it is near at the doors. Most certainly, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until these things happen. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But of that day or that hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. 
Watch, keep alert, and pray, for you don't know when the time is. It is like a man traveling to another country, having left his house and given authority to his servants and to each one his work, and also commanded the doorkeeper to keep watch. Watch, therefore, for you don't know when the Lord of the house is coming, whether at evening or at midnight or when the rooster crows or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he might find you sleeping. What I tell you, I tell all. Watch. Mark 14. It was now two days before the Passover and the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and the chief priests and the scribes sought how they might seize him by deception and kill him. For they said, Not during the feast, because there might be a riot among the people. While he was at Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at the table, a woman came, having an alabaster jar of ointment of pure nard, very costly. She broke the jar, poured it over his head, but... There were some who were indignant among themselves, saying, Why has this ointment been wasted? For this might have been sold for more than 300 denarii and given to the poor. So they grumbled against her. But Jesus said, Leave her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a good work for me. For you always have the poor with you, and whenever you want to, you can do them good. But you will not always have me. She has done what she could. She has anointed my body beforehand for the burying. Most certainly, I tell you, wherever this good news may be preached throughout the whole world, that that which this woman has done will also be spoken of for memorial of her. Judas Iscariot, who was one of the twelve, went away to the chief priests that he might deliver him to them. They, when they heard it, were glad, promised to give him money. He sought how he might conveniently deliver him. On the first day of unleavened bread, when they sacrificed the Passover, his disciples asked him, "'Where do you want us to go and prepare that you may eat the Passover?' He sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the city, and there a man carrying a pitcher of water will meet you. Follow him, and wherever he enters in, tell the master of the house. The teacher says, Where is the guest room, where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will himself show you a large upper room furnished and ready. Get ready for us there. His disciples went out and came into the city, and found things as he had said to them, and they prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he came with the twelve. As they sat and were eating, Jesus said, Most certainly I tell you, one of you will betray me, he who eats with me. They began to be sorrowful and asked him one by one, Surely not I. And another said, Surely not I. He answered them, It is one of the twelve, he who dips with me in the dish. For the Son of Man goes as it is written about him. But woe to that man to whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had not been born. As they were eating, Jesus took bread, and when he had blessed it, he broke it and gave to them and said, Take, eat, this is my body. He took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them. They all drank of it. He said to them, This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many. Most certainly, I tell you, I will no more drink the fruit of the vine until the day when I drink anew in God's kingdom. When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Jesus said to them, All of you will be made to stumble because of me tonight, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. However, after I am raised up, I will go before you into Galilee. But Peter said to him, Although all will be offended, yet I will not. Jesus said to him, Most certainly I tell you that you today, even this night, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. But Peter spoke all the more, If I must die with you, I will not deny you. They all said the same thing. They came to a place which was called Gethsemane. He said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. He took with him Peter, James, and John, and began to be greatly troubled and distressed. 
he said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful even to death. Stay here and watch. He went forward a little and fell on the ground, and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass away from him. He said, Abba, Father, all things are possible to you. Please remove this cup from me. However, not what I desire, but what you desire. He came and found them sleeping and said to Peter, Simon, are you sleeping? Couldn't you watch one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, he went away and prayed, saying the same words. Again, he returned and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy, and they didn't know what to answer him. He came the third time and said to them, Sleep on now and take your rest. It is enough. The hour has come. Behold, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Arise, let's get going. Behold, he who betrays me is at hand. Immediately while he was speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, came, and with him a multitude with swords and clubs, from the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders. Now he who betrayed him had given them a sign, saying, Whomever I will kiss, that is he. Seize him and lead him away safely. When he had come, immediately he came to him and said, Rabbi, Rabbi, and kissed him. They laid their hands on him and seized him. But a certain one of those who stood by drew his sword, and struck the servant of the high priest, and cut off his ear. Jesus answered them, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to seize me? I was daily with you in the temple teaching, and you didn't arrest me. But this is so that the scriptures might be fulfilled. They all left him and fled. A certain young man followed him, having a linen cloth thrown around himself over his naked body. The young men grabbed him, but he left the linen cloth and fled naked. They led Jesus away to the high priest. All the chief priests, the elders, and the scribes came together with him. Peter had followed him from a distance until he came into the court of the high priest. He was sitting with the officers and warming himself in light of the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole council sought witnesses against Jesus to put him to death, and found none. For many gave false testimony against him, and their testimony didn't agree with each other. Some stood up and gave false testimony against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands, and in three days I will build another made without hands. Even so, their testimony didn't agree. The high priest stood up in the middle and asked Jesus, Have you no answer? Which is it? What is it which these testify against you? But he stayed quiet and answered nothing. Again, the high priest asked him, Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed? Jesus answered, I am. You will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of the sky. The high priest tore his clothes and said, What further need have we of witnesses? You have heard the blasphemy. What do you think? They all condemned him to be worthy of death. Some began to spit on him and to cover his face and to beat him with fists and to tell him, Prophesy. The officers struck him with the palms of their hands. As Peter was in the courtyard below, one of the maids of the high priest came, and seeing Peter warming himself, she looked at him and said, You were also with the Nazarene Jesus. But Peter denied it, saying, I neither know nor understand what you are saying. He went out on the porch, and the rooster crowed. The maid saw him and began again to tell those who stood by, This is one of them, but he again denied it. After a little while, again, those who stood by said to Peter, you truly are one of them, for you are a Galilean, and your speech shows it. But he began to curse and to swear, I don't know this man of whom you speak. The rooster crowed the second time. Peter remembered the words that Jesus said to him, Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. When he thought about that, he wept. Mark chapter 15. Immediately in the morning, the chief priests and the elders 
And the scribes and the whole council held a consultation, bound Jesus, and carried him away and delivered him up to Pilate. Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, So you say. The chief priests accused him of many things. Pilate again asked him, Have you no answer? See how many things they testify against you. But Jesus made no further answer, so that Pilate marveled. Now, at the feast, he used to release to them one prisoner, whomever they asked of him. There was one called Barabbas, bound with his fellow insurgents, men who in the resurrection had committed murder. In the insurrection had committed murder. The multitude, crying aloud, began to ask him to do as he always did for them. Pilate answered them, saying, Do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? For he perceived that for envy the chief priests had delivered them up. But the chief priests stirred up the multitude that he should release Barabbas to them instead. Pilate again asked them, What then do I do to him who you call king of Jews? They cried out, Crucify him! Pilate said to them, Why? What evil has he done? But they cried out exceedingly, Crucify him! Pilate, wishing to please the multitude, released Barabbas to them and handed over Jesus when he had flogged him to be crucified. The soldiers led him away within the court, which is the praetorium, and they called together the whole cohort. They clothed him with purple, and weaving a crown of thorns, they put it on him. They began to salute him, Hail, King of the Jews! They struck his head with a reed, and spat on him, and bowing their knees, did homage to him. When they had mocked him, they took the purple cloak off him, and put his own garments on him. They led him out to crucify him. They compelled one passing by, coming from the country, Simon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to go with them that he might bear his cross. They brought him to the place called Golgotha, which is, being interpreted, the place of a skull. They offered him wine mixed with myrrh to drink, but he didn't take it. Crucifying him, they parted his garments among them, casting lots on them that each should take. It was the third hour when they crucified him. The superscription of his accusation was written over him, the king of the Jews. With him they crucified two robbers, one on his right hand, one on his left. The scripture was fulfilled, which says he was counted with transgressors. Those who passed by blasphemed him, wagging their heads and saying, Ha! You who destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. Likewise, also the chief priests, mocking among themselves with the scribes, said, He saved others, he can't save himself. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, now come down from the cross, that we may see and believe him. Those who were crucified with him also insulted him. When the sixth hour had come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. At the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which is being interpreted, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of those who stood by when he heard it said, Behold, he's calling Elijah. One ran and, filling a sponge full of vinegar, put it on a reed and gave it to him to drink, saying, Let him be. Let's see whether Elijah comes to take him down. Jesus cried out with a loud voice and gave up the spirit. The veil of the temple was torn in two from the top to the bottom. When the centurion who stood by opposite him saw that he cried out like this and breathed his last, he said, Truly, this man was the son of God. There were also women watching from afar, among whom were both Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, the last son of Joseph, and Salome, who, when he was in Galilee, followed him and served him, and many other women who came up with him to Jerusalem. When evening had now come, because it was the preparation day, that is, the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, a prominent council member who also himself was looking for God's kingdom, came. 
he boldly went into Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Pilate was surprised to hear that he was already dead, and summoning the centurion, he asked him whether he'd been dead long. When he found out from the centurion, he granted the body to Joseph. He bought a linen cloth and, taking him down, wound him in the linen cloth and laid him in a tomb which had been cut out of a rock. He rolled a stone against the tomb's door. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where he was laid. Mark chapter 16. When the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, and Salome brought spices that they might come and anoint him. Very early on, the first day of the week, they came to the tomb where the sun had risen. They were saying amongst themselves, Who will roll away the stone from the door for us? For it was very big. Looking up, they saw the stone was rolled back. Entering into the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe. And they were amazed. He said to them, Don't be amazed. You seek Jesus the Nazarene who has been crucified. He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples. And Peter, he goes before you into Galilee. There you will see him, as he said to you. They went out and fled from the tomb, for trembling and astonishment had come on them. They said nothing to anyone, for they were very afraid. Thank you for listening to Through the Bible by Faith Community Church. To learn more about our ministry, please visit our website, faithcommunityma.com.